Hey everyone, this is Jason Shappert, and you're listening to the Private Pilot Podcast by M0A.com, where a good pilot is always learning. What could you expect on your private pilot checkride? Hey everyone, Jason Shepard here of M0A.com and you're listening to the Private Pilot Podcast brought to you by our number one rated online ground school, groundschoolacademy.com. Check it out, complete ACS videos, have some great trials right now you can find on Facebook and just some awesome opportunities out there. Even if you want to take it for a spin, send us an email, hit us up on the live chat, the support function of the website. We are here to serve you. We are here to make you safer, smarter pilots. So this mock check ride, by the way, actually fits in with talking about the online ground school because at the end of every month, we do a mock check ride with our online ground school members and we ask actual FAA check ride questions. So what I do is I get a chance to sit in on many of these check rides and write down every single question they ask. That's how we've compiled many of our books and everything else. But it's also a way in how we share these actual check ride questions. So this week's theme, and this goes for the Private Pilot Podcast, the Instrument Pilot Podcast, the Commercial Pilot Podcast, and the CFI Podcast, it is all mock check ride themed. So we can go through that and really share everything with you. So this works very similar to if you've listened to any of our audiobooks, the Private or the Instrument Pilot Check Ride audiobook. Um, this is very similar. I'm going to ask the question. I'm going to pause for a bit. I'm going to let you think about the best answer in your head, and then we're going to work to help you formulate that best answer. So let's go ahead and let's dive into now question number one. What are the emergency transponder squat codes? What are the emergency transponder squat codes? You see on a check ride, they're going to ask the question just like that. They may phrase it in a, in a scenario or two, but really they're just going to point blank ask you the question. What are the emergency transponder squat codes? Now, I like to teach that we don't want to dig ourselves into what I call a checkride pitfall. The question was, what are the emergency transponder squat codes? They are 7500. 7600-7700. A way to dig yourself into a checkride pitfall may be, what are the transponder squat code, emergency transponder squat codes? And you go, I know 77 is uh, emer a general emergency. There's 76, but I can't remember what that means. And you see how you're giving up more information than what was asked. The simple question was, what are the emergency transponder squat codes? 757677. We remember that. Their follow-up question, and rightfully so at the private pilot level, is going to be, what do those mean? 7500, hijack. 7600, lost communication. 7700, general emergency. Here's how I remember it. 75, taken alive. I've been hijacked. Something's wrong. 76, technical glitch. Something is wrong with my radios. And 77, going to heaven. So I remember that. A general emergency. That's the mnemonic device we use to remember our emergency transponder squat codes. Question number two, private pilot mock check ride. How do you activate 
the airport lights at night. How do you activate the airport lights at night? Even better, well, I don't want to reveal, I don't want to lead you into the answer. I'll, I'll wait for that, and then I'll share a quick story on that. How do you activate the airport lights at night? Well, we do that on our common traffic advisory frequency. If that's shown in the U.S. chart supplement, remember, it's no longer called an airport facilities directory. It's called a U.S. chart supplement is where we find that information here. Usually it's on the CTAF or some sort of Unicom frequency in there. And on that frequency, we click the mic three times for low, five clicks for medium, and seven clicks for high. The big question, this isn't part of your questions, but it's just an interesting thing to share is, if you had an alternator failure at night and you lost radios, how are you going to turn the lights on at the airport you're going to? That's when I hope and pray you have a handheld radio. All the more reason to make sure we purchase that handheld radio. Question number three. This is a private pilot question. It's going to sound like an IFR question, but I promise you this is a private pilot question. Define the term ceiling. Define the term ceiling. If someone says the ceiling is at 2,000 feet, what does that actually mean? Define the term ceiling. We know a ceiling, this may be very important as you go into your instrument flying, but it's very important for you to know and understand your VFR, your visual flying rules, visual flight rules, to define a ceiling. A ceiling is the lowest broken or overcast layer. The lowest broken or overcast layer is defined as a ceiling, not scattered, not few. It's a cloud layer that's broken or overcast. The lowest broken or overcast layer is your ceiling. Question number four. What are the three stages of a thunderstorm? What are the three stages of a thunderstorm? As we, this is going to be on your knowledge test. This is going to be on your check ride. And this is just general aviation weather knowledge that is going to follow you, your entire aviation hobby or career, whatever you choose to make of it. What are the three stages of a thunderstorm? They are first, the cumulus stage. Second, the mature stage. And lastly, the dissipating stage. Now, if we want to explain those, the cumulus stage is characterized by the building phase. That's when we start to get these big updrafts, right? These towering cumulonimbus clouds start to form, the cumulus stage. The mature stage, the mature stage is characterized by the start of rain. The moment rain begins to fall, we enter into the mature stage of the thunderstorm. And lastly, we have the dissipating stage. This is the stage at which the thunderstorm begins to rain itself out. 
the dissipating stage. The dissipating stage is characterized by, have you ever feel, you just felt like you were caught in the storm. All of a sudden, the storm got twice as intense. The raindrops doubled in size. That is known as the dissipating stage. It begins to rain itself out. Fifth and final question, and then I'll encourage you to continue on and listen to the Instrument Pilot Podcast, Commercial Pilot Podcast, because it's Mock Checkride Week for all of these here. Fifth and final question, and yes, this applies to you even if you fly G1000, even if your panel looks like two, three Mike Zulu now, it doesn't matter. This still applies to you because it can be asked on the written test, and it can certainly be asked in the checkride. If your vacuum system fails, which instruments would you lose? You might say, Jason, I'm flying a G1000. I don't have a vacuum system. How can they ask me this? You're right. However, they are certificating you to become a private pilot, which is beyond G1000. I can fly a non-G1000 equipped aircraft. I can fly an aircraft that's equipped with a vacuum system. I'm going to need to know about the vacuum system. Yes, you'll be quizzed on your particular aircraft. You show up on test day. But that doesn't mean other systems like the vacuum system, just because you don't have one, are off limits. If your vacuum system fails, which instruments would you lose? Again, sounds like an instrument pilot question. It's not. It is very much a private pilot systems-based question here. Our answer? Our answer is the heading indicator and the attitude indicator. Heading indicator and attitude indicator is what we would end up losing. Listen, we do every, uh, the last Monday of every month, we do a live mock check ride with all our ground school members. I encourage you for for knowledge tests, written test prep, for check ride prep, for just being a safe real world pilot, do check us out, groundschoolacademy.com. You can go on m0a.com, you can click on it there uh, as well to get you access to that. If you love my teaching style, if you love the team, the great customer support you receive here at m0a.com, uh, just imagine how that support is, how that mentorship is inside of the online ground school. So do check that out. Enjoy the rest of your day. And most importantly, remember, but a good pilot is always learning. Have a great day, guys. We'll see you.